You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Join your hosts, Steph and Tara, every Wednesday morning as they dive into a new witchy topic. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. This is Steph. And this is Tara. And you are listening to episode two, Beginner Misconceptions. Yes. So we decided that misconceptions would be a good place to start because there are a lot of them floating out there and a lot of people are reluctant to call themselves a witch or start practicing witchcraft because of these ideas that have been floating around and most of them just aren't true. So we wanted to go over them in case you are a beginner and worried about getting involved we're going to dispel all of these myths, starting with the first one that we hear a lot is that you have to be female. There is absolutely no requirement. I think this comes from movies because in movies, they always make a distinction between men and women that women are witches and men are wizards or something of the sort. And that's, that's just not, I mean, you can call yourself a wizard too, if that's really the term that you prefer, but you do not have to be female. And there are a lot of other Similar misconceptions like that you have to be a white female or a straight female. None of this is true. There are absolutely no requirements to calling yourself a witch. You can be whoever you are and still learn to practice witchcraft. And I think this one comes a lot back to TV, like you said. Um, When I first started practicing, the people that I started practicing with were all the marginalized individuals in my high school. So there were very few that were straight white females, even in Iowa, that were the ones practicing witchcraft. So I have slightly different misconceptions, but I would agree that the majority of people, when they say witch, they automatically assume female. And I think that goes back to, like you said, popular culture and TV and movies. Yes. We just want you to know if we have any men out there listening, you are more than welcome to be a witch with us. Correct. We are all inclusive. Eh, Bo can't be a witch. That's my okay. dog. Sorry, Bo. He can't practice anything because he has trouble putting like two thoughts together other than cheese yum. But he's such a cute dog. He is. Anyway, <laughs> but so not completely all inclusive. I mean, if he wanted to practice and he was smart enough to, he could definitely, but he's not. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone else is welcome. A second misconception, which we totally touched on in last week's episode um, this one is directly directed at Tara mm-hmm. but one of the major misconceptions is that Wicca and witchcraft are the same thing as yes. Tara explained to you last week she in her own mind refers to them as the same thing but she understands that they are not so we wanted to explain that to you too Wicca is a nature-based religion that follows the god and the goddess it's a religion mm-hmm. witchcraft is a practice Like we said last week, you don't need to have any religion to practice witchcraft. You don't have to have one at all, or you can be any sort of religion. Witchcraft is heavily incorporated into the Wiccan religion, but it's not a requirement. So it's often said that um, all Wiccans are witches, but not all witches are Wiccan. But even that isn't technically true because you can be a Wicca and not practice witchcraft it's not a requirement of the religion but it is very heavily focused so it'd be very hard to be a wiccan and not do some sort of magical practice so i'm a wiccan which is why in my mind they're so intertwined because 
to me, when I practice, a lot of it has religious aspects, but I know it's not that way for the majority of people even who practice witchcraft are not Wiccan at this point. There's uh, a lot of different religions that practice it. One way that someone explained it to me that I found very useful is it's like the practice of yoga or the practice of law. You do not have to follow a certain religion to do either of those practices, but it does influence your lifestyle. Exactly. And we will have a, another episode um, talking about Wiccan and pagan and kind of how those religious aspects play in and the difference are between those. But for now, our misconception is Wicca and Britchka. You do not have to learn how to be a Wiccan or learn about the Wiccan religion if that does not interest you. But if it does interest you, Tara will have more information in a following podcast. I was going to say, <laughs> I could talk about it a lot. But again, that's because for me, the practice is very intertwined. But I know people that do yoga and they, it's a whole lifestyle for them. And I'm not into exactly. that practice and that lifestyle, but that doesn't mean it's not for them. And they still go to church. Exactly. Yeah. So in a similar vein, the next misconception is that you have to follow a religion at all, which is not true. Because no. like we said, witchcraft is a practice. You can be any religion or none. You do not have to work with any sort of deities. If you don't want to, you can have a completely secular practice, which is what I do. So I think hopefully in the upcoming podcast, you'll get a good idea of how you could work both ways with Tara being religious and me not so much that we can kind of show you all of the different ways that you can make it work. But no, you do not have to follow a religion if you don't want to. Not at all. And one of my favorite ones, and I think one of the reasons that people don't want to say they're a witch or practice openly practice witchcrafts because the misconception that witches are evil and or worship the devil. You hear that one all the time. A lot. So let's tackle witches are evil. So there are good and bad witches just like every single other per- like group of people ever. Ever. Even an individual <laughs> can be both good and bad. Like there, yeah. So there are good and bad Christians. There are good and bad Muslims. There are good and bad lawyers <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. There, yes the, so there are good and bad people in any group that you look into so you cannot say that like all witches are evil and we have a podcast late in the year that will go into so-called black magic and kind of curses hexing jinxing those things that people consider evil and that witches do and whether or not you know we do that we'll get more into that but um it's since it's a practice it's all in how you use it correct so there there's no inherent evilness in it no and the exactly like lawyering it's exactly like lawyering we're not inherently evil i promise (laughs) (laughs) and the second part of that misconception is that all witches worship the devil so no (laughs) No. the devil is an inherently christian construct that's where the devil comes from comes from the bible if you are therefore not a christian you do not believe that religion there is no devil. You don't believe in the devil. So how can you worship something you don't believe in? That's what I say all the time because people are like, how can you worship the devil? You know, practice witchcraft. I'm like, I can't worship something I don't even believe in because I'm not Christian. I don't believe in the Bible. <laughs> that's, that's the end of that. Now, well, that going- said, there are, there, is, there are satanic, you know, religions that do worship the devil and there is witchcraft incorporated in that. But again, that is a, a subsect that's a religion. 
And like we said, you do not have to be any sort of religion to practice witchcraft. So there is a subject that does worship the devil and that's good for them, but they also inherently then do believe in the Bible and believe in that construct of the devil. I personally, I don't. Well, and witchcraft itself isn't about worshiping anything. It's about casting spells. It's not about worshiping anything. So whether or not you believe in the devil, it doesn't involve you worshiping him or her or whatever you believe the devil to be. I, again, not Christian. So it's really just a matter of there's no worship involved inherently. There's, like you said, there's Satanist and they're, they have a fascinating religion if you want to look into it, but it does not directly link to witchcraft. Exactly. <laughs> the next misconception that we have on our list and one that I personally wanted to tackle is that you have to own a lot of tools before you can start practicing. And, and as a frugal minimalist, I reject this wholeheartedly, <laughs> but you do see it a lot that you, new witches think that they need an altar and candles and crystals and tarot decks and cauldrons and, you know, all kinds of these, all kinds of things. And we will have a podcast explaining all of these things and more and what these traditional tools are, but you need absolutely zero of them, especially when you're starting out. Yes. Um, when I started out, one of the best pieces of advice I got was actually from my Wiccan babysitter at the time. And she said, witchcraft is all about intention. It's not about the goods you have or the tools you're using. Yes, they help, but it's the same as surviving a winter storm. You can have a coat and shoes and gloves and boots and da da da. And yes, that will assist you in surviving the storm. And it's a lot easier to survive the storm, but you don't necessarily need all that stuff to survive the storm. You could just stay inside. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> Right? Like they are helpful and a lot of people get a lot of use out of tools, but the biggest part of witchcraft, at least in my mind, is the intention. Yes, that is completely correct. Tools can put you in the right mindset, but they're definitely not a requirement. So especially for new witches, I would advise do not go out and buy anything because it's going to take you time to develop your practice, what works for you, what things you're actually going to use. And there's no sense in going out and buying something and then realizing that you're never going to touch it again. Yeah. I, hate, I hate the waste. I hate the well, spending of the money. I don't know. Well, not only that, but a lot of times as you're developing your practice, you'll get something and it will actually take you off the right path because what's right for someone, person A, is not right for you in your lifestyle. It's not part of your practice. It's not a fundamental part. And maybe you don't need that tool. So it is kind of a waste of money to go out and buy some kind of starter kit right off the bat, just because sometimes the very kit that you're trying to get to assist you is actually holding you back from discovering what you need to do. I agree with that completely. The next misconception we're going to tackle is that a lot of new witches think that spells are the only type of magic. And that's what they, wrong. <laughs> so they go into it thinking, where, where can I get a spell book? How can I work with this? But they, I, and I think that also comes from pop culture, yes. from movies and TV shows, especially Harry Potter, <laughs> you know, spells, that's it. Um, but they are definitely not the only kind of magic. There's rituals, divination, working with deities, like we said, um, working with crystals. There is so much more that you can do and we will get into all of this I promise you um but spells aren't the only thing correct 
So think outside the box. Don't jump into it and think, oh, I have to go look for a spell and use it and then expect results. That's just not going to happen. And speaking of not going to happen, uh, another misconception is that witchcraft and magic can do the impossible. Not true. You cannot break the natural laws of this planet. That's it. <laughs> you, you cannot witchcraft cannot make things levitate you cannot shoot fire from your hands like th those things aren't real and those also clearly come from pop culture um, but witchcraft is not going to allow you to do any of those things you cannot break the natural laws of this plane uh this was probably the hardest thing as 12 13 year old me to grasp like <laughs> if i just cast a better spell i would get big boobs and I would have six pack abs and my hair would not be frizzy and my teeth would be straight and I would be happy. That's not how it works, people. It really no. isn't. <laughs> no. 13 year old me was really disappointed when my mom sat me down and explained how physics work. Yes. Yeah, so you can't break the laws of physics. I am sorry, but no. So don't it go into it thinking that that's what you're going to get out of it. You will be, you will be very disappointed. <laughs> The next misconception is that you have to use magic for everything to be considered a real witch. Nope. This one, I get a lot of questions about this. Um, as I mentioned in the first episode, I do not practice consistently. I, as Steph likes to say, I have big ideas and I get so excited that I go full bore, but then I have trouble with the follow through because then another great idea comes. It's the same with my practice and the fact that maybe I don't do anything magically related for two or three months at a time. And then I spend just weeks doing magical things. Doesn't make me less of a witch than if I did something every day at the same time or something. Exactly. You can, you can practice every day if that is what calls to you, but if you don't do something for three months, that does not mean you're not a witch anymore. That's not how it works. Yeah. That's <laughs> you, just not. <laughs> You don't, you do not have to have any sort of regular practice to consider yourself a witch. And you also don't need to use magic for everything. I know that it's very tempting for new witches to use magic for every single step in their life at everything, every single one of their day-to-day -day activities. And you know, it is, it's fun, but at the same time, it can be a lot easier on yourself. You know, instead of somebody crosses you, you know, it's a, it's tempting to say, oh, I want to create this this spell or charm or something that, you know, reflects all their negative karma back onto them. But you know what? It's a lot simpler to just tell them to fuck off. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're going to get the same end result. And sometimes the non-magic way is simpler. Well, and I use a lot of magic in cooking. I am very uh, kitchen witchy, as we'll discuss later. But I'm not going to use magic in every time I cook. I'm sorry. A simple sandwich for dinner because I live by myself with my dog does not require any spell work or magic. But if I'm making something for a ceremony or I host sometimes and I want them to feel welcome and um, it to be a magical experience, then yes, I may use magic in my cooking, but I don't need to use it every time. Sorry, that sandwich is just getting made. <laughs> no magic involved. <laughs> Which is a great segue into our ninth misconception is that magic is instant. No. no. <laughs> magic is asking the universe for magical help. That takes time. First of all, it takes time for spells and rituals and th kinds of things that Tara is talking about, you know, magic in the kitchen. That takes time and effort. So 
first of all, don't think that, you know, you're, you're going to make a sandwich and that's magic. It's not, there's a lot more that goes into it, but you may do some sort of magical working and not get a result for months or maybe yes. even years because the universe is telling you that it's not the right time for whatever it is that you're asking for. And you will get it when it is the right time. And some things won't even work at all, especially if you do not put the background knowledge in. So if you're not willing to learn exactly all of these things that we're talking about, learn more about witchcraft, learn more, you know, about the practice and the mindset behind it. And you think you're just going to, you know, find a spell on the internet and do it and think that you're going to get a result. It's probably not going to work because you did not have the intention And we'll talk about this more in later episodes, but there's actually been studies that if you set your intention, it is more likely and easier to get to your goals, but you still have to put in the work. Like, it's not like I would like a promotion at work and I'm going to say that to myself in the mirror every morning when I get ready and I'm going to go to work and it's just going to appear. No, I have to apply for it. I have to do extra things. I have to ask my boss if there's any openings. There are certain steps that I still have to take. Just setting the intention, yes, it makes it easier to attain goals, but it's because it keeps it fresh in your mind. Magic's the same way. You still have to put in the individual work to get where you're going. Magic just helps you kind of set your intention and know what your goals are. Exactly. And you, and it's perfectly normal for you to do some sort of spell and not see anything immediately. You can't, you know, do a love spell or a prosperity spell and think that the next day you're going to find the love of your life or win the lottery. That's not going to happen. I mean, first of all, you're not going to win the lottery with any sort of magical spell. So I'm just going to put that out there. That is, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that too. But that's not going to happen. So don't try. But you know, you can do a love spell and those are effective but that love is only going to come into your life when the universe thinks you're ready for it but also you have to be doing something you cannot do a love spell and then sit in your house and not see anyone ever for six months you are not going to get love that way you do need to go out you need to put the work in you need to be open to meeting people that is exactly right And a lot of new witches get very frustrated with this and it kind of ties back into magic can't do the impossible You're literally asking it to do the impossible if you're not willing to put the work in. Magic will definitely give you a boost. It will definitely assist you in getting what you want in life, but it's not going to do it on its own. Exactly. And that brings us to our final 10th misconception is that magic is as easy as reading the words off of a page. (laughs) I wish. (laughs) It's not a recipe. You cannot just look up something on Pinterest and get all the supplies and read it and think that that's all that magic is and that's going to happen and you're going to get whatever this spell says that you're going to get no no witchcraft is a knowledge that's developed over time it's about you know the things we've talked about grounding and centering and it's about energy manipulation which will hey we'll have an entire podcast just about those things um but it's all about manipulating energy around you manipulating your own energy sending that back out into the universe it's not easy. It's something that you really have to practice over time, work at, learn about. You cannot just look up somebody's spell on the internet that somebody else wrote and just read those words and think that it's going to happen for you. That's no. <laughs> and I apologize for keep using this uh, analogy, but it's like yoga. Some of the yoga moves out there look 
super cool. Don't get me wrong. If I could do some of them, I totally would. I don't do yoga. Watching a video of an advanced yoga move where they stand on their head, put their one foot behind them, one foot before them and spin like a top. There's no physical way that's going to happen for me (laughs) uh, right off the bat. Now, if I start practicing yoga consistently and keep at it, then maybe someday, I still doubt it, it would work for me. Witchcraft's the same way. Like. Exactly. Yeah. It's not as easy. And I will say that a lot of these basics that we're going to be talking about in the upcoming episodes seem a lot harder at first. And that aspect of it will get easier. You will get better at meditating and manipulating energy those things come with time and practice so those parts of it will get easier but nothing nothing is instant nothing is just reading words on a page it's not going to happen that way and for a lot of the concepts we talk about we will talk about how to get started and where you're trying to go just because like she said meditation for me is hard so hard I have ADHD to a degree that is probably unhealthy for unmedicated adults (laughs) But meditation is very difficult for me to attain. It's taken me 10 years to get to the point where I can sit quietly for three minutes at a time. Some people can meditate for hours. That's a lifetime goal for me. That's just not something that I can easily do. Um, So it's just things like that. Like some of them, you just work on stepping stones to get to your end goal. Exactly. Which is why we are starting at the beginning and really trying to hit cover all of the bases in a way that makes sense for complete beginners. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that will help you throughout listening to this podcast and help you grow throughout the year. And if people are more advanced and they have other examples, I'm always interested in hearing other examples on ways to explain both witchcraft and basically anything. As I mentioned multiple times, like Sometimes someone will say something to me and I'm like, that makes sense. And until then, I can't connect the concepts. So if you have good concepts to share or anything, please do. Please email us or leave a voicemail. We will share it on our next podcast. If you have opinions on any of this, we would love to hear them. Um, Having said that, we are all inclusive. So please don't be nasty or mean or internet trolls of any of that sort. Oh, yeah. We'll just leave the stuff from Internet Trolls. Actually, we'll probably save the stuff from Internet Trolls for like a bloopers reel at the end of this year. Um, Bloopers reel. And we're both attorneys. We want evidence. So keep that in mind. Yeah. And by the way, we're only the second episode in. We already have like an entire bloopers reel. (laughs) That's true. We could not figure out this recording thing. (laughs) Two episodes in. We're we're still learning. You're learning with us. Thank you. But that is the end for this episode two, Beginner Misconceptions. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Witch Wednesdays with Steph and Tara. Love our content? Consider donating at anchor.fm slash witch-wednesdays to help keep our podcast up and running. Please leave us a voicemail on that same site if you have any questions or comments and follow us on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast.